Hello and welcome to I'll Be There For You. A Friends Podcast. A Friends Podcast. So we're at episode seven in our podcast. We are. Lucky number seven. Yep. Yeah, so the two up and coming episodes, we're looking at our worst episodes. We are, yes. And But today is your worst episode. Indeed. Which is um, the one where Paul's the man... Yes. Series 6, episode 22. So shall I give you a bit of a um, summary of yeah. what that was? Yeah, the lowdown. The one where Paul's the man. Paul tells Ross that he disapproves of Ross's relationship with Elizabeth and threatens to have him fired if they continue seeing each other. Deciding to continue their relationship, Ross and Elizabeth sneak away to her family's cabin, not knowing Paul and Rachel have the same idea. The girls put their names down on a wedding list that gets back to Chandler, who promptly bolts. Eventually, Monica finds him and calms him down, little realising that Chandler is actually planning to propose. <gasps> da, da, da. I mean, that's a spoiler alert, because that's quite a significant ending point of the uh, episode. It is, <laughs> like a really big point in France, and yet you've chosen it as your worst episode. Oops. Um, so, I should probably say why I've chosen yeah, it as my worst episode. Please do. So we didn't actually, you know, we haven't watched every single one of Friends in preparation for this and then, like, marked them <laughs> beforehand. We've just remembered our thing. Uh-huh. So we've tried to remember what our first episode was, uh-huh. tried to remember what our favourite episode was, uh-huh. and now we're trying to remember what our worst episode was. Um, audience, do you feel like you're trying to backtrack already? <laughs> get that feeling. No, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. Let's wait and see um, uh-huh. what uh-huh. we have to say about this. But... um. I've chosen this one because um, I have a maybe now irrational hatred of these ones with uh, Bruce Willison. Yeah. I just um, remember season six being just my worst ever. Right. I'll pick you up on this. Okay, go for it. Because when we we did a little bit of a, before this podcast started, we did a bit of a rewind, didn't we? And we... um, did how did we do it? We didn't actually rewind. And it, I mean, I've basically just said that we didn't do this, and now you're saying we have done no, this. No, no. <laughs> just to clarify, this was a while ago. Yes. This was like true. Yes. Like maybe a year before ago. we'd ha- had the idea for a podcast. Yes. Um And we were just dipping into friends here and there. We didn't do it chronologically. We just dip episodes. Yes. Here, did, we choose, did we choose? Did we choose our episodes? Saying, or did we just say a number and a number? I can't remember. But I remember you saying, oh, series six is such a bad series. Yeah. Yet, when we, whenever we picked an episode from series yeah. six, it was a really good episode. It is true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but in my head... Like you've built this up to be a terrible I've series. Prejudiced maybe, this. Yeah. I've prejudiced this mainly because of two people that appear in this particular episode, yeah, which is Paul right. and Elizabeth. <laughs> I think in my head, all of series six is just these episodes, and actually, it's only a small amount of of that of that series. But um, I just don't like him. And so, in my head, when I was thinking about Paul episodes, obviously the one where Paul's the man and he does his whole um, "I'm just a love machine" bit in front of the mirror. Yeah, so that was very much in the forefront of my mm. mind, and that's why I picked this one. Can I ask you a question straight out? Yes, please. I'll be blunt. Okay. I'll be frank. Okay. I feel like you maybe have chosen the wrong episode here. I have, yes. I realised that quite quickly. <laughs> Were you in fact thinking of the episode where Paul can't stop crying? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I wasn't thinking of that episode, oh, right. but when I started watching this one, I realised, I remembered that episode yeah, where he can't stop crying yeah. and remembered how much worse that episode was. Because that genuinely is... Yeah. So annoying. I think if we'd sort of chosen a few and watched them all, we might have been yeah, able to rank yeah. it and uh-huh. I would have chosen, yeah, maybe that one. Um and actually this isn't so bad. No, but I did think that when I was watching this. I was like when you in in my mind when you said Paul's man, I was thinking of that episode where he cries a lot. Oh, okay. And then when watching it I was like, Oh yeah, no, it's this one. Yeah. She should have chosen the other one. I know, yeah. Well, I did know when I was choosing this one, I didn't know which episode it was, but, um, yeah, I did realise yeah, well, that I should have chosen it. another one. Because mm. he was in it for... 
few episodes. Few episodes. Too many, yeah. one might say. Yeah. And we should say right from the start that our mum is a massive Bruce Willis fan. No. <laughs> so he hasn't it, passed it down to us. No, it's a bit awkward because um, I just think he's one of the worst sub-characters ever. I mean, we've had Pete already. I think yes. Paul might be better than Pete, actually. Huh, we need to do a full right. comparison. Hmm. That's no. tricky. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Maybe he is slightly better. But as you said, we also got the other sub character in this. Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Also very annoying. So annoying. I find her more annoying than Paul. It though. probably is. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll get on to that, but. <laughs> <laughs> why is ross going out with her oh well, yeah so which of the inappropriate <laughs> relationships shall we start with <laughs> shall we start at the beginning okay at the beginning we don't have either elizabeth or paul in the scene do we no it's um phoebe coming into the coffee house yeah and she is looking a bit glum and it's because she's got these tickets to um helmet pelts Helmet Pelts <laughs> exhibition at the Morgan Chase Museum. Mm-hmm. Looked it up. Yeah. Both made up. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? In a because... sitcom. <laughs> right. <okay>. <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> and Paul the man. I don't get it. His name's actually Bruce. <laughs> He's an actor. Um, yeah, but I thought in my head when they said Morgan Chase Museum, mm. I thought I'd heard of that. Oh, right. But is I it from the yes. last time you watched this episode? <laughs> I'm now thinking it probably was. <laughs> Morgan Chase sounds to me like some sort of financial institution. Well, when I Googled that, I think that did come oh, up. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I think there's definitely something Morgan something mm. is a um, bank or something, isn't it? Yeah, but I was duped. I guess it makes sense because they're basically slagging off. Yeah, and also because you're situated in the museum. It's not like you can say, oh... Um, MoMA and then they don't go there but right, they're like actually in the museum yeah. and they go well you go oh that's definitely well, not in that museum oh maybe but MoMA might say look <laughs> people don't know about us yeah but <laughs> not one of the most famous museums in the world <laughs> get friends on there people might come <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned that one because they do talk about it and they're never in there so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I just um, think people would go oh well that's definitely not in that museum yeah I suppose so and also they don't do weddings I <laughs> <laughs> don't know but uh yeah why I bring up so the, the guys obviously like everyone doesn't want to go mm. it's apparently really boring I know yeah it's a um, really boring you know cultural thing yeah <laughs> they're rude <laughs> love an exhibition I'd be well up for it yeah Phoebe I'll go with you <laughs> I'll put my hands up anyway so Chandler gets him and Joey out of it mm. and then um, Phoebe says oh that's really generous of you and um, Chandler says oh I think Ross might be quite generous <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then Phoebe says oh it's um, a photograph of lesbian love scenes video games and free sandwiches yeah lovely bit by Phoebe there <laughs> lovely work <laughs> because it's that sort of thing of like sometimes they have jokes in friends that they don't really pick up on or they don't notice yeah. other friends don't notice or they don't pick up on yeah. it I feel like Phoebe's like yeah I know what you're doing and <laughs> so deadpan yeah and trumped you so <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good bit by Phoebe yeah I like that bit but then that leads us on to obviously the bringing out of Elizabeth and mm. Paul. So Ross mentions his relationship with Elizabeth and they're sort of cracking jokes about babysitting. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but it's now? Um, no, let's carry on with okay, the, the first scene. Okay. We'll talk about, yeah, the inappropriateness of everything. Later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they bring up this the sort of babysitting jokes and then um obviously Ross retorts about um Rachel dating Paul yeah. and saying about him being a fossil <laughs> and I'm not the only one interested in fossils and I love Rachel's line in that oh all that does is remind us that you're interested in fossils <laughs> <Yeah. Ross." laughs> 
I think that's a good uh, friends bit of like um, someone tries to make a joke and someone completely undercuts it. So good. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Um, but I feel like this is one thing where it's like things that happen in soaps or sitcoms or something. Right. Where um, and maybe not in real life oh, where okay. you sort of uh-huh. and one of the things is that you're talking about someone <laughs> and make cracking jokes and they're suddenly behind you. And I guess it does occasionally happen in real life. I mean, it's happened to me. Has it happened to you? Yes, oh, it has. No. This is well embarrassing. Uh, trying to get yourself out of that situation. <laughs> no, maybe I'm just yeah, very discreet, and I don't get myself in that situation. Oh, it just feels that like it happens in soaps and sitcoms yeah, quite a lot, all the time. And but I really like um, Ross is a very good moment where he kind of realizes, but that thing of you haven't processed it so he looks around sort of laughs and pulls behind him and then he sort of in a millisecond processes it and realizes what's happened that was quite a good yeah, bit it is good. <laughs> and so in this opening scene then um when ross realizes paul's there paul takes him to a side and basically warns him off mm, elizabeth yeah and also says well you know gives him the threat that you know i'm gonna report you to the university yes he says he threatens him with getting him fired yeah that's it inappropriate relationship inappropriate relationship so um elizabeth's at um ross's university yes so she's what like 19 ish do we think we suppose so um ross must be about 30 ish by this Mm. point around the age the thing with elizabeth is she also looks a lot younger yeah so (laughs) is it a bit could look 16 yeah presumably the actress is older yeah, but they've but, made it. I think they've yeah, they've made a look and act quite young. Young. I mean, there is a point where she says, um, so they at this point they're at the cabin. So we should say to set this up, this whole sort of big bit of this episode is that Ross and Elizabeth plan to go to their uh, Elizabeth's family cabin. Yeah, presumably upstate. We presume because they don't. I don't know. They talk about bears. Yeah, they talk about bears. Although bears aren't <laughs> bears there. aren't there. So I mean... somewhere that could have bears but doesn't have bears. <laughs> well, we have been to upstate New York and oh, we yeah. haven't seen any bears. So... <laughs> All adds up. <laughs> uh, but then Paul and Rachel obviously turn up at the same weekend. Yeah. Who would have thought it? But when Ross and Elizabeth are on their own, um, they're sort of starting to kiss, and Elizabeth says, "Oh, you got protection." Ross mistakes it for being about bears. Yeah. Why are they so with bears? <laughs> Who knows? I mean... We like that bit, though. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they bears? Looking around the cabin. Because if room. someone says protection, you instantly think bears. bears. <laughs> I'm often thinking that. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no. And Elizabeth's like, oh, I'll go get some. Mm. And he said, no, I'll, I'll go, I'll go. And she said, oh, do you want to ride around on my pink bike? Oh, yeah. I sort of think... Oh, yeah, make, make it make it more creepy yeah because i mean <laughs> as 19 probably most 19 year olds probably wouldn't be riding around on a pink bike yeah, and also yeah i mean how far away is it because presumably they've driven there yeah that's the point and what are they it might <laughs> it has to be somewhere that's too far to walk but not far enough to take the car you know when she said that actually in my mind what i was thinking of phoebe's pink bike no, Centre Parks. Oh, right. Oh, well, this is a niche reference. <laughs> I mean, if you're in America, just switch off now. Um, yeah, I imagine them being in Centre Parks. And okay. Just going yeah, but you're not it. allowed, in Centre Parks, you're not allowed cars. No. It's like a woodland um, yeah, exactly. holiday home place in a sort of, yeah, cut off area. Yeah. And you're not allowed to have your car after day one. And so you have to ride everyone on a bicycle. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I just imagined her riding down in centre parks to the park market to get yeah to get the to protection get this, yeah. <laughs> and that was in my head what i was thinking okay yeah i don't know would he fall for a student maybe is it appropriate that she looks so young maybe not also it's not i mm, why would he fall for her yeah, well, uh, like he calls her. Um, so they have this thing where he's talking about in another episode. He's talking about um, how he remembers who everyone is and gives them sort of nicknames, and he calls her Cutie McPretty, which I feel oh. like goes back to our previous episode of Bo- Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Hugh Hugh McPretty. I don't remember that. But I don't think, yeah, I don't, yeah. I suppose she's, she has got that cute look. Where do, you, where do you go for that? Yeah, but also just that other episode where they break up, she's obviously doing, she's having a water fight mm. with like water balloons with some guys in her door. Yeah. And you just sort of think, oh, yeah, she does, she is portrayed as being very immature yeah again with the pink bike it all just seems because the whole thing with that sort of episode where they break up isn't it that he thinks she's immature and then she's really mature when she breaks up with him and then throws water bombs at him and he (laughs) realizes he's made the right decision she's not a kind of 19 year old savvy uni student very mature she's portrayed as one of the more immature girly girls which yeah, that immaturity, you do wonder what Ross mm. fell for. Yeah, it- because when he's, you know, later on attracted to the, the people, other people he's been out with, quite yeah. mature, like intellectual Charlie. people. Yeah. So she seems like quite an anomaly. And I guess people do go out with people they don't necessarily, you just sort of go out with people for a little while and... Not me. Maybe it doesn't fit. All the same people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the same people. Literally. Again, again. Okay. Yeah, I suppose so. But... Should um... we excuse him or should we not excuse him? Also, I don't know, um, because I work at university. Yeah. Um, can you date? Well, I don't know. That's what I started thinking. I don't oh. know whether I can date students. That's why you were suddenly furiously looking at your <laughs> yeah. computer. Yeah. I don't know. What have I done? <laughs> I think it would be frowned upon. <laughs> but it happens. <laughs> if you're a fan of Friends... You'll get that quote. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it is that thing of... I don't think it's explicitly written anywhere, but I don't think no, it ever... I, I guess it's not like school where mm. it is obviously under 18 or mm. just 18. Like, it is weird. I guess it technically an adult, but... It but is, I yeah, but mm. I've worked at a university for ten years. I don't know of it ever happening. Maybe yeah, one or two occasions actually. <laughs> no, I think, no. but no, um, not but not like, sort of lecturer level. Mm. Sort of um, yeah, not not the same as what's happening here, where it's a lecturer and their student. And I guess also she's not like it's post grad or anything like that. Yeah. We well we don't presume. No, because I think she is yeah about sort of nineteen ish. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think you. Uh, um, I just don't think you're at the same level. No, if you're a, th- uh, remember yourself as thirty. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to because I am. Like, <laughs> I just remind you guys. But um, so imagine going out with nineteen-year-olds. Yeah. I mean, absolutely absurd. I know, but then I suppose like women, women and men, men yeah, is different. So, but, but then still. Yeah, I'd look at like some of the people that the uni now and I think you I don't think they would yeah be interested in our students <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah anyway it's all a bit weird should we yeah, say this is Margaret Downer's weird, weird uh, slightly inappropriate maybe but doesn't stay with her so fine <laughs> whatever it's good for this because of the juxtaposition of him and Elizabeth yeah and Rachel, Rachel and, and Paul, Paul. So shall we talk about Rachel and Paul? We've done um, so our sub characters things, yes. and we've got uh, Elizabeth here. This is quite a good um, one for sub characters. Mm. We've got Elizabeth and Paul. Um, Two quite big ones. Yeah, and also friends, significant others. Remember, we've got to keep oh, an eye on who's yes. having, who's racking up the most significant others. Oh, yeah, so we've got one for Rachel, one for Ross here. Um, but yeah, Rachel and Paul. Bit weird again. Mm. So Paul, we presume, is... Well, we don't really know how old he's supposed to be, do we? But he's got a mm. 19-year-old daughter. So he's got to be at least, you did the maths, 35. <laughs> at least, I mean... If it was legal. Yeah. Um, but he must be older than that. Because I... the idea is older than Rachel, and Rachel's 30-ish. Yes. I mean... We're saying Ross is 30-ish, so Rachel will be 30-ish as well. Yeah, we were sort of guessing around mid 40s aren't we for Paul yeah yeah Yeah. I mean I don't know whether that's harsh on him or it's hard to say yeah (laughs) because it's got to be old enough to make jokes about him so yeah I'd say early mid 40s 
it's got to be at least 10 years yeah plus, hasn't it otherwise you wouldn't bother making those jokes yeah but he's quite good looking uh-huh <laughs> <laughs> is uh-huh. he <laughs> oh gee <laughs> um i guess if you're he's got that. a nice suit on <laughs> Didn't notice the suit actually. Oh, right, I've um, written that down in my fashion section. The trouble is with Bruce Willis is he's got hair in it at least. He's got hair, but I don't know whether the hair necessarily helps. He's got a very long face. Hmm. Is that fair to say? Um, I wouldn't have noted it, but um. Noted it now. Okay, long face. He's <laughs> got a long face. Um, I don't know. Obviously, um, Mum's into him. Yeah. Lots of mums are. Die hard and all that. Oh, yeah, but he's wearing a sweaty, you know, vest. Oh, yeah, the singlet. Singlet? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, vest, singlet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I was in the 1920s. Singlet. But, yeah, I I think he looks better with hair. What is the the deal with that? Is that plugs? (laughs) No. It? Mm? (laughs) I thought he was bald. Yeah, but at some point he had hair. He was like bald at age ten. Maybe it's not ten in this. We just <laughs> established. Not? Oh right, yeah, pretty well. When's the diehard? But um, I feel like this is the end of the hair, isn't it? Because I don't know. It looks like plugs to me. Oh. So I got that sort of weird. Was that pretty plugs? I feel like plugs weren't really in. Oh, I suppose so. So it's about two thousand, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know when. Yeah. So when did he lose I, his did hair? Did he have it? Hair at the beginning of Die Hard. But it's got quite a lot of hair in this. Mm. Thinning, but in the plug yeah. kind of way. But in a in a um, you know, or men are thinning, and it's starting to go at that sort of side. Mm. But I feel like if there's enough like... to the you wouldn't suddenly go doof, bald. But if it's going, does he just shave it? No, we should have looked up the um history of Bruce Willis's hair. <laughs> Timeline of yeah. Bruce Willis's hair. Um, yeah, but where's, mm, who's Bruce, who's Bruce Willis? Who is Bruce Willis? <laughs> Who is Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis? Let's get down to the core of this. Six cents. Oh, right. Yes. Now, also, He's a ghost. Top Gun? Don't no, that's that. Tom Cruise. No, but there's someone else. Not, not the Tom Cruise, but not Bruce Willis. Oh. Die Hard? Goose. Here's Goose. <laughs> not Bruce Willis. <laughs> What? Um, a really good films. He's been in something. Are you sure it's not Top Gun? No. That's Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom Cruise is the famous one in that. I'm gonna have to look Goose up. Goose is just a random randomer. randomer. It's someone. It's someone you won't know. Oh, well, what was? Die Hard. Just be Die Hard. Um, Armageddon. Haven't seen it. Um. Name another one. Um, so far, I've only seen. Well, because you don't like Bruce Willis. I mean, you haven't seen Top Gun, so I don't know what I don't know what your point is. Um, yes, but I've seen glimpses of it. That, that there was he was in an, was he in Pulp kind of Fiction? Space One, yeah, just like um. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> Top Gun. Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't like Pulp Fiction. Um, Have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yeah, bits of it. It's not good. Violent? <laughs> yeah, violent and weird. Didn't get what was going on. When did you watch that? No, oh, really. About. about. <laughs> just out and about. Sorry. Out and about. Sorry. Came in for... Okay, fine. So he wasn't on Top Gun, but. Who knew? <laughs> Everyone else but you. My point still stands. What was my point? I don't know. That he's been in stuff. He had hair once upon a time. When he was 10, he had hair. Yeah, that was my point. Once he was 10, he had hair. Yeah, but I, yeah, I'm, what my question is in 2000, well, that you would suddenly lose it to be that bald. Your question is, when is... Um, when did Bruce Willis go bald? <laughs> when is Die Hard? You see, Die Hard 2, he's got a full head of hair. Well, when was that? Like 1990? Well, yeah, that's 10 years before 2000. Yeah, but what's your point? Because you said, oh, he has... I think, like, the later hair. one... Yeah, because you're saying that he's got hair in that one. So the later ones, I feel like, he's not got hair. Yeah, 
Live Free or Die Hard, 2007, he's got no hair. But that was okay, seven but that's seven years. Later. But look how much hair he's got in 2000. To lose it in seven years that drastically, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, I didn't what, think he Is just... there anything between 2000 and 2007? Yes, possibly. He hasn't got any hair. Right, what year but, was that? 2005. Okay, well, what's between 2000 and 2005? <laughs> We're getting down to it. Stick with us, listeners. Um, Nothing really. I can't really... It's not really in... Oh, no. That's because but he was just having his plugs removed. <laughs> 2003, his head's chopped off in the poster. <laughs> <laughs> Helpful. It looks like he probably doesn't have hair. Okay, so but, between uh, 2000 and 2003, he lost all his hair. No, but um, <laughs> what I said to you, he hasn't just lost his hair, but his hair's thinned to such a point where okay. he's just shaving it. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. I mean, I think he still has hair at the side, <laughs> but it's... It just seemed like quite a full hair, head of hair to me, but I think I if you watch it again, okay, it was definitely on the go- on the way out. <laughs> on the way out, okay. So we say goodbye to um, Bruce Willis's hair. hair. Thank you for <laughs> listening to that chapter of Bruce Willis and his hair. Um, but we don't think he's suitable for Rachel. He's a bit annoying. He's um, a bit boring, isn't he? He's boring, and he's a bit weird, like the whole I'm the man thing. Rachel doesn't really seem that into him. Like, why would she be interested in him? I don't know. I guess we uh, we haven't seen the one where they get together. No. So what's... I feel like he is a bit more charming in that one. Yeah, I can't really remember that. Where he's a bit more schmoozy. Oh, right. Yeah. And then it's like, you know when guys like make an effort the first couple of days? Yeah. And <laughs> Fourth day on was like, yeah, we've done this now, so I won't even make an effort. Yeah, <laughs> don't need to bother anymore. <laughs> I think that's him. <laughs> yeah. He's that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but she still seems to be going for it. Well, sometimes it actually was to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about Rachel though yeah you know I love to do a fashion section yeah we do fashion 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 turn to the left. left fashion turn to the right she did you notice what she was wearing in the cabin in the cabin was there some kind of Hawaiian thing going on yes mm. a weird Hawaiian shirt you've gone on holiday yeah but not to Hawaii no but you're on your holidays you wear a, <laughs> you're wearing your own fancy shirt <laughs> Right, I don't really, yeah. I mean, didn't you think that was weird for Rachel? Didn't really give it a second thought. Oh. I just thought this gives this marks to me a holiday vibe. It doesn't matter where you are. You go to Iceland, you can still be wearing Hawaiian shirts on your holidays. I mean, you can be, but is it appropriate? No. <laughs> okay, no then. It's not like she's on the beach. She's gone to some woodlands. I know, but I do, yeah, I think it's the thing about being on your holidays. Oh, I thought it was weird. Okay. I don't. Can you can you ever really imagine Rachel picking out her Hawaiian shirt? It wasn't really like shopping? a massive, like a really out there Hawaiian shirt, though, was it? It was just no. But we of... both picked up a, on it as her Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, that's shirt. weird that I did remember it. Um, you see, mm. but it, yeah, it wasn't like you know a pink Hawaiian shirt. No, it's it a blue just... Hawaiian shirt, but it still had a very much Hawaiian vibe. <laughs> when they go to Barbados. That, that's yeah the time to be getting yeah. out your Hawaiian shirt. And if you wore it then, I'd say okay. Appropriate. <laughs> I'll let you have it. Okay. Not to some woodlands in upstate New York. Okay, so that's marked down. <laughs> um, I liked her that's long long hair though. Long hair. That's Very long hair. Yes, that's what I picked out also. Mm. The long hair. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because she goes from I think it's from this from the really really long. Yeah. Sort of. Above waist, yeah, just above waist height, so very long hair to the really short bob. I think. Oh, remember that? Yeah, she 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 lops it all off when she's with tag. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, I've got that in my head now. Is after this? I don't know if it's directly after, but I'm sure that's about series eight, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. So I don't know what's happening in series seven. No, I thought she went straight from long to short. Maybe a misremember. But yeah, no. But she might do. But we just she mm. just had the short longer than we thought. Um. 
But yeah, very long for her. Yeah. I don't know if it's too long. I think it's slightly too, too long. long. She could just trim a, it. a couple of inches. If I go to her, I say, hey, just a couple <laughs> just of take inches. Just a couple of inches. Just a couple off. of inches. Just get, just get those straggly ends off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I intend to say. No, I don't care what straggly ends. Anyway, uh-huh. I had to cut it <laughs> half your hair off because it's all straggly ends. That's yeah, um, but still lovely, lovely hair. She's got lovely hair. Talk about hair. Yeah. Monica's hair. Monica's hair. Let me um, recalibrate. Um, <laughs> Monica's hair. <laughs> Don't know what it was doing. Um, just not anything to do with length. Okay. Colour. Very black. No. Gone oh, for right. the, bra- the more brownie tone. Oh right. Which okay. I prefer in a softer tone. Mm. I think that's 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 a good look for her. You're right. Because normally it's, it is that very like jet blacky. Yeah. Color, and this has got some warmth to it. It's obviously okay. been coloured. Yeah. Slightly more chocolatey. It's nice. I okay. like it. Tick for Monica's hair. Tick for Monica's hair. Phoebe, multiple plaits. Oh yes. A couple little... of couple of plaits at the side hanging loose, and then a couple of plaits tied up at the back. And should we say now? We've moved from a nineties klaxon. To a 2000s klaxon. <gasps> and this is a is this a bit of a 2000s look? I think so. Yeah, that kind of um, yeah plaits within your just your normal hair. Normal hair. So you have a few plaits pop within. A, pop a couple of small plaits in. Yeah, tie them up if you want, or just leave them leave loose. Them loose. Um, I felt her cardigans were quite 2000s as well. Oh. She had a couple of cardigans here, very sort of yeah, kind of tight cardigans. I just thought that was quite a 2000 look. Sort one, of cropped at the waist? Yeah, and one mm. really nice sort of turquoisey one where your cardigan's really, your piece is standing out. <laughs> that's, that's, your you lovely know. turquoise piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was quite a nice look by Phoebe. Um, but I have to say my favourite fashion person in yes. this episode, my favourite outfit, Joey. Tell me. A lovely blue shirt with, I think they were pineapples. I did not remember that. It's really good. I, lo- I love it. I love it. It's sort of, um, oh. yeah, very dark blue shirt, um, oh. short sleeved. Mm-hmm. And it looked like, to me, it looked like pineapples on it. Oh, very it's nice. Lovely. Yeah, I really liked it. Oh. So that, yeah, that was my favourite outfit. And right at the start, first scene in the coffee house, um, Chandler with a hideous yellow shirt <laughs> accompanied by a hideous tie. <laughs> I mean, oh, really bad. Chance. What kind of tie was it? <laughs> it was like um, nothing that really went with a yellow shirt, but kind right. of also trying to pair it with a yellow shirt. So sort of yellow browns just looked mm. horrible. Sort of a striped... 70s vibe. Yeah, like a sort of weatherman would wear. Oh, nice. Yeah, just horrible. And that shirt, ugh. Everything about it horrible. Also really bad hair, Chandler, <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Um, Paul, I thought, looked very nice when he first came in. He had a very nice suit and very nice tie. Oh. He looked smart. He looked complete contrast to Chandler, who was also in the scene. <laughs> oh, dear. When he's showing Chandler up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, thought he looked very nice. So that was a tick for Paul on that one. Did you see Monica looking over thinking, oh, if I could get Chandler to wear that. Yeah, thing. well, I mean, there's no way. I mean, that. Monica... I mean, this is, um, as we'll find out later, this is pre-engagement, so Monica mm-hmm. maybe couldn't have had a say in it. But um, if any guy I was going out with was wearing that, I would have a few words to say about it. <laughs> well, famously, our mum very much said about how much she changed our dad's look. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seemed almost straight out. We didn't wait for the engagement to happen. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, but in those days, the engagement was in like within like two weeks, oh, so yeah. you had to sort of you know do all your stuff here within the first couple of days. You know, <laughs> date date then. two, date two, you've already get, get engaged. Date three, yeah, date one, meet, date two, meet all your family, date three, this is what you've got to change about yourself. <laughs> date four, engaged, engaged, because the September's coming up and you get tax breaks. <laughs> yeah, you get married. Yeah, I don't think accountants so. <laughs> all over that. I feel like Monica is the sort of person that might go into changing her boyfriend's look definitely. if it wasn't her yeah, liking. Definitely. I'd say <laughs> yeah. she was exactly that sort of character. So we wonder why it's gone so long without mm. her yeah. 
and saying, he's saying ditch the tie. Yeah, ditch the tie, <laughs> ditch that yellow shirt. Um, yeah, I know you've got to go to work, but there are other work seats available. <laughs> Have a look at Paul. <laughs> Pay Paul as an example. Um, and my final point on fashion yes. is um, when um, Emily goes out to get protection, Ross starts taking off his clothes, takes <gasps> off his sweater, he's got a vest underneath. A vest underneath. Bit of a singlet underneath. He has. <laughs> but he looks quite buff. Well. Doesn't he? Yeah, Does I mean, he? I think he is quite buff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, but also his boxers. I feel they had a bit of a um, navy blue with possibly. Yeah, they did have a yeah. um, pineapple. Pineapple print. Yeah, there was definitely a print. To see what it was, but mm. it looked a vaguely pineapple shape. I thought it was supposed to be like yeah, f- quite funny that he's got that the boxes those boxes on. It's supposed oh, to be. Do- Oh, yeah, well, yeah, because he's got—he's yeah. got to have something. He's not going to have like sea plays on or no. But I quite like them. Well, yeah, I know it's good, yeah. but um, I just feel like they've gone for that oh, because they want okay. something a bit like. Oh. I didn't think it was geeky enough though. If you're going to go, oh right, you're d- dinosaurs go... on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's going out with like Elizabeth. Even he would a bit more an effort. Oh, he's going away. Young. Yeah, but also he's going away for the weekend, so she's going to see his underwear. So I don't think he. <laughs> I, don't, I think he would have, yeah, been aware of that. And not packed your dinosaur ones. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm. But I'm not sure. It, yeah. I suppose they were kind of nice. I like them. Yeah, but still they were quite boxerish, weren't they? Yeah, but isn't that better than it? I don't. A tidy whitey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I but you, you're Calvin Klein. No. Oh. I mean, I guess it was 2000, so yeah, probably. Yeah, but, but not necessarily. Not, I don't Calvin necessarily mean in Calvin Klein's, but I mean right. that the what that is that kind of, called? Yeah, but it is a bit um, tight. What? <laughs> she's gonna see something that she's not gonna see later on. <laughs> yeah, but it might make it look quite small. Yeah, well, that's the impression to me. Yeah. yeah, but she's gonna see it, so she's gonna know anyway. <laughs> yeah, but she might be. You know, too, too into it then. Can't back. Too late. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Presumably, she's already seen it because they're going away with each other. Yeah, so. <laughs> I've already seen it. <laughs> she saw everything. <laughs> so, shall we talk about Joey and Phoebe? We haven't talked about them yet. Yes, we? let's talk about Joey and Phoebe. Um, a sort of a sideline uh, storyline. Bit of a bit of a non-starter as far as I'm concerned. The storyline, yeah, sort of a fill-in. Really, we've yeah, got to get yeah, these yeah. characters doing something. Feel like the writers might have called it in that day. This will do. Something about a picture on the wall. <laughs> so the premise is that Joey is now, after being sacked from Days of Our Lives, mm-hmm. he's now got this new TV show film. I think it's, isn't it mac and cheese? Is it mac and cheese? I think so. That's around this time. Yeah. I, I thought that Which is another was... reason why I don't like C- Series 6. I didn't really like the mac and cheese stuff. Bad. <laughs> um, but, so he's now, you know, famous again. Yeah. He wants to get his picture back in the laundrette, which was up before when he was in Days of Lies. Yeah. Got taken down when he was fired. He wants it back up again. Point one. Yeah. Any place where you've seen pictures up on the wall, and we can discuss those places where we've seen that. Yeah. Are they changing them that regularly? Wouldn't have thought so. No. 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 Not bothered. No, there's very much people from the eighties still there. Yeah. Do you want to discuss places we've seen those pictures up? Um, well, I remember particularly <laughs> a restaurant in Spain. Yes, please. And had a lot of nineties footballers. Yes. And it was about. I mean, it was early two early two thousands. Uh, no, probably early, early mid two thousands. Yeah, I'd say mid. Um, yeah, yeah, probably mid two thousands, mm. and uh, yeah, very much footballers from mid nineties. So many pictures of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was Marbella. Marbella, Marbs, yeah, of Marbe. course, of course. Well, I saw the footballers. Like <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, where are yeah, where are there places people going where like, you've got multiple famous people? Well, yeah, but do you remember that place near Old Flat? Uh, on Oxford Road. Right. No. Shepherd's Bush. Shout out. Yeah. It was, I think it was a Caribbean takeout place. Oh, yeah. I remember the, yeah. And it had 
photos on the wall, black and white photos. Oh, all over the wall. Yeah. It was quite, I think it was quite a famous place. Yeah, it was. It was always very busy. It always, always tiny, packed. tiny. Yes, tiny. Place. Um, but yeah, still kept the old photos. Oh, they had the old ones on. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I ever looked in to see who it was though. And it was the same. No, I don't think I ever like looked, stopped, and like properly looked in to see who they were. Yeah. But you could see them all up in the wall as you walked past, and they were all signed. Oh right. The classic oh, signed photos. Nice. Wow. I like it. Yeah, there's a um, pub near us that yeah. has um, pictures <laughs> of um, a couple of famous people, but it's yeah. almost to the point where you think becomes... you've only got three people who yeah. are now quite, yeah, from the 90s. Well, I mean, it had the old Prime Minister. Oh, yeah. Cameron, yeah. On there. I mean, that's quite a It's already going to divide opinions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess so. It's quite a big coup, though, isn't it? To yeah, I suppose so, there. yeah. And but then one comedian in... and then one um, sort of daytime TV presenter. Oh, yes. Yeah. And nothing really updated since then. No. So I feel like I'd rather go for nothing than three because I feel like that on... you're not going to update. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the ones on the Oxford Road were like, so like old school mm. and it's that black and white, all framed. Yeah. And black picture frame signed it felt but was it their like headshots they like joey bringing a headshot and yeah, sign I think it. it was I but think that's was. weird isn't it whereas this yeah the pub is literally just they, they took, a, took photo. a photo of them while they were there i mean i don't yeah i think they just i don't know maybe <laughs> just printed one off the internet and just oh, went oh no. but it's like joey actually brings his in doesn't he he does yeah <laughs> to a laundrette which you think who's that bothered would you ever go to a laundrette because someone famous you knew used it um i just don't think i'd go to a laundrette you have <laughs> no i wouldn't <laughs> well no. we've all got to live our lives <laughs> <laughs> um but i feel like uh, yeah talking about like the laundrette or the dry cleaners or what is it a laundrette or dry cleaners or a mixture because they mentioned dry cleaning oh yeah maybe it is dry cleaners actually um you don't see any machines no um but i feel like with this one this episode it's very much different settings ah yeah which you may not often get you get central perk in the apartments mm. but this one we are in a museum yes we're in yeah. the uh dry cleaners um we're in the holiday home <laughs> holiday home <laughs> what would you call it hi hi campers <laughs> What would um, you call it? Log cabin. Log cabin. We don't know it's a log cabin. You've made <laughs> well, you've made this up. All you've made all this like up in your head. No, it looks like a log cabin. Apart <laughs> from the inside, just because yes. it's got a fire going. And they're near bears. <laughs> they're not near bears, as oh. we find out. Um, yeah, just yeah. I think this is a, a one for lots of different settings. But in this Joey and Phoebe storyline, yes, Phoebe mentions two people. Yes. Remember? Not really. Who are on the wall? Oh, yes. Jim Belushi and Matt Lua. Is this, um, because this is a feature um, that we sometimes do. Yes. References I don't get. <laughs> the references I don't get, Claxon. Yeah. Um, I think I feel like I know Jim Belushi. Well, he, I, I've looked them up because I didn't know either of them. Yeah. So he, I think, would be the more famous one. K9, he was in K9. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of that. Yeah. I mean, that is the only one I've heard of. But he looks like he's been in, like, main character. Yeah, I definitely feel like I remember his name. Whereas Matt Lauer, I don't really recognise. Lauer? Lauer, is that how you say it? I think it was Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Um, yeah, so this is the thing, um, references I don't get, which is... <laughs> Um, where we're not sure whether A, it's uh, an ageing reference to show that friends are dating, uh-huh. B, an American reference, C, a reference because you're, we're just not cultured enough, or D, all of the above. <laughs> so <laughs> Could be D. Could be D. Usually D, I imagine. Yes. But, um, yeah, it just stuck out to me. I thought, yeah. I don't know those people. No, presumably, yeah, you either know it at the time or you know it because you're American. Yeah. You know it because you know films i'm sure it rings stronger with americans maybe yeah one more thing to point out in this storyline i think mm-hmm. is joey gives the tape to the owner of this laundrette slash dry cleaners yeah for him to watch so to get his 
um, photo back up on the wall. Yeah. And the drag king watches it. Yeah. Doesn't like it. Says it's offensive to his people. Yeah. Hey, what's offensive to his people? That accent. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely correct. Don't what? Like me. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so so he's supposed to be Russian, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, supposed to be Russian. I mean, quite. Yeah. Quite a bad accent. Yeah. Going on. Generic. Mm. Eastern European, not even really generic Eastern European, just. just... Generic Bond villain. <laughs> yeah, generic foreign. <laughs> yeah, because the point is, yeah, they're always portrayed as the villains. Yeah. And uh, he's very much doing that accent. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joey brings up a yeah a yeah. film where they were, and the idea is that it's yeah Joey still likes it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't want to give any spoilers to what our next episode will be, <laughs> but let's just. Remember the offensive accents. Accents may come up. <laughs> Next episode. Okay, so just to go back to the museum, so we said oh, at yeah. the beginning, so Phoebe sort of invites Rachel and Monica along mm-hmm. to this. Um, exhibition. exhibition. Yeah. I don't know why they'd go anyway, particularly. Well, we've got free tickets <laughs> or free tickets. I suppose so. Um, but um, they, the three of them go along, and um, we see this really random room of just sort of yeah. maybe like one object <laughs> in the middle, a few things on the walls, not really any no. <laughs> cohesion to the artifacts on display. But anyway, that's fair enough. <laughs> um, and um, they see people walking round and mm-hmm. um, being shown round as a wedding venue. Yeah. And the girls are sort of interested by this and sort of saying, oh, you know, this would be a great place to get married. Would it? <laughs> no. <laughs> to me, it's just like a room with one window. Yeah. It's quite I mean, small. Yeah. It had, yeah, it had a fairly nice window at the back. But what, so um, the person showing the couple round sort yeah. of says, oh, you'd have, you'd be married here, your guests would be sitting here. Mm. And then Monica butts in and sort of says, oh, no, you'd be married here in front of the window. Mm. Well, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. That's never not going to be the case, is it? I know, yeah, because that's the only feature of that room. Exactly. Not even the art. Like, they haven't even got a sort of a, you know, a particularly art piece because no. they get rid of all that central art stuff. And so I just think, well, why wouldn't you just hire a room anywhere yeah. than being in that sort of one room in a museum? Mm. Very odd. Um but yeah, it leads to the kind of storyline of then um, the girls say, oh, this is a lovely place to get married. Yes. Why don't you just put your name down? It's, Monica, a, two, yeah. it's a two year waiting list. So yeah. if you wanted it, like if you wanted it, this is the first and only place you've seen. Um, <laughs> but you probably want it. You probably want it. So um, put your name down mm. and then you can always cancel it or whatever. So Monica ends up putting her name down for this wedding venue. Yeah. Bit annoying. Yeah. I feel like this is, I don't know. That kind of thing of, oh, women are so obsessed about getting married. Yeah, you know men, 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 can't, men can't commit. Yeah. I mean, Chandler is a particular case anyway. Like, they've gone for that with his character, yes. his non-committal yes. thing. And they do spike it at the end, so it turns around at the end. But there is still the thing of um, Monica's so worried about it. Yeah. But also... That trope of, um, you know, in like rom coms or like sitcoms, mm. um, they always have like the girl who's got the book of oh, yeah. you know, how she wants her wedding to be, and oh, she's already got the dress she wants, <laughs> she's already booked the venue. How many women do you know are that woman? <laughs> no, not a single one. No, yeah. I suppose you know some people that have an idea, but yeah, certainly not got a book, and there's loads of other people where it's completely the reverse yeah i just think it's so oh yeah this 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 again yeah but i don't know whether they're just doing it in that couple and then they're not saying every like phoebe's not like that so they're saying oh monica is the archetypical yeah, I suppose. but they both say both um rachel and phoebe say no isn't it phoebe who says oh yeah i might put my name down and yeah rachel says to her oh like insinuate or why would you you haven't got anyone yeah but I feel like yeah that's more like the kind of joke yeah, that isn't it rather than Phoebe because when we see Phoebe and Mike's thing it's that 
I suppose they kind of they still kind of do it because Phoebe's torn about it. Yeah, she still wants that a fairy tale. Yeah, a wedding. Mm. I don't know. I just thought I can't. I don't know how many women would be like, oh, this is a really lovely place to get married. It's too weird waiting list. I'll just put my name down. Yeah, and also I don't think anyone would think it was a lovely place to get well, married. No. For starters. <laughs> But I didn't, yeah, I didn't like the bit um, uh, where later on, so Chandler finds out that Monica's put her name down because mm. the place calls <laughs> and yes. says, so calls later on that day or later on that week yes. and says, oh, we've got an opening now. Like, you were on a two-year waiting Unbelievable. list. Unbelievable. And now we've got an opening. Yeah, I wrote this down. Why the hell, when they literally just put their <laughs> name down, were they... Suddenly come to the top of the list. Yeah, no, they're, yeah, they're, because they just uh, they look from the first person, <laughs> the last person they spoke to. Um, yeah, that was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe everyone else has booked in their day, and they were, they you know, to, yeah. um, <laughs> they were just a yeah, sort of opening yeah. slot. Um, yeah. But unlikely, yeah. But anyway, so she leaves a message saying for the um, Gela Bing wedding. Mm-hmm. So Chandler intercepts that message and gets really freaked out, and then. It's it's sort of clever in a way because it's um, then Monica later finds him and says, please don't think I was trying to pressure you, mm. which is kind of a, it's sort of this horrible thing of like the woman trying to convince the man mm. or, oh, you know, wasn't trying to do anything. But um, it's, yeah, completely undercut by the fact that you find out that actually Chandler, Chandler has yeah. um, c- committed to this um, date that they've booked in. Yeah. Which is how it ends, isn't it? Yes. Which is, a, yeah, it's a nice yeah. ending because Phoebe then comes out doesn't she and says oh did she suspect anything or yeah. that kind of thing and he's like oh no yeah so it's actually re- it yeah really sweet ending yeah, of really like nice. um you know you've had all of Chandler's commitment mm. issues and you've seen that all along and now he's like yeah I, I know and, yeah and pretends um but actually yeah something I wanted to talk about was uh, Phoebe and Chandler Okay, yeah. Because I really like that end scene and Phoebe being in on it. And um, because Phoebe, I think, is living at the girl's apartment that time. Yeah, so So she comes out of Rachel's old room. Yeah. um, When she says, oh, did she go for it? Did she fall for it? And um, yeah, there's quite a nice sort of scene between them. And that leads on to them because she, Phoebe's the one that knows. Mm. That leads on to when they go and find the engagement ring. With the two of them together. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. So, I really like that episode. Yeah, because I don't think we get to see Chandler and Phoebe together that often. Very we talked often, about, no. um, previously, we talked about how you don't really get to see um, Chandler and Rachel yes. together often. And this one, yeah. I feel like... Mm, you know, maybe you see Chandler and Rachel together more often than mm, Chandler and Phoebe, I think. Yeah, it's an interesting mm. dynamic between those two. And I thought that was a really nice thing that Phoebe's the one that's got the kind of yeah. in on that and knows. But we've we've talked before well, quite a few times about Phoebe being like quite an integral friend, mm. even though she's on the outskirts, she's often involved in secrets within that's the friend. That's true, yeah. We've seen it with Ross. Yeah. And we see it again here, like it, presumably at this point Phoebe is the only one who knows yeah. this engagement. Yeah. So again, it feels like Phoebe's the one. It's the kind of thing of center. like being on the outskirts in a way helps you to mm, be that person to yes. tell secrets to yeah. because you're not so involved in it. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of be the one that yeah people tell things mm. to. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. I really like that end scene. One of the things I did want to pick up about this storyline was obviously Chandler intercepts that call from the museum, mm. and then later on Monica comes into the apartment picks up the messages and obviously hears this call on the voicemail and sees that Charles picked it up yeah. and she freaks out. Yeah. And she does that, no! <laughs> I thought that it was very typical. Monica, we've seen her do that, that kind of no before. Yeah. When she realises that she's, again, using the phone, when she realises that she's changed Rich's voicemail. Oh, Yeah from incoming to outgoing. Yeah. I feel that sort of panic, that blind <laughs> panic of Monica. Yeah. We've seen it before. Yeah. I quite like that. Yeah. That was, uh, but also, yeah, that thing of when you check your messages, would you be able to hear Chandler picking well, I, up the phone? I did think that. I did, would that, 
And what point is that cut off? I don't know, because I've never really had one of those answer phones. No. I feel like that was quite a, um, well, not Ooh, 90s, no, what, but no. sort of, yeah, that yeah, era. Yeah, 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. I think, yeah, I did think the same thing. Like, surely when you pick up the phone, it, it the voicemail then cuts out. Yeah. It? And does it leave the message still? I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think you'd still be on it. But I suppose they need that as the um, well, the device. Yeah. We'll let them have Because how, how else would Monica have known? So I mentioned earlier um, things that happen in soaps and sitcoms and things where Ross is talking about Paul unrealising that he's standing right behind oh, him. Oh, yes. Right. I feel like another thing that often happens is where someone is hiding and someone else <laughs> has to shout to that person who is hiding. So Rachel shouts, oh, that's your dad's bedroom, oh, is it? Yeah. When Ross is hidden in that bedroom. I mean, what? I don't know what he's supposed to do with that information. Like, yeah, if I could get do? out, I'd get out. But later on, he makes to go out of the window. Yeah. I'd be doing that. Just get out, out. yeah. I mean, if you can hear them talking, you know you're saying, (laughs) just go out of the window. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe just hiding under the bed. No, yeah. I think there was, uh, yeah, a lot of opportunities where you could have scarped. Major, yeah, major escape. (laughs) But yeah, that was definitely one of those things where you think, like, people shout. (laughs) And then later on, she sort of says, oh... Elizabeth and I will be upstairs. Yeah. We'll all be in the, in the Yeah, that's where we're all going to be. And I just think there's like, no one ever sort of goes, why are you talking like that? What What's up, what's up with you? And the same way, like, she has, like, they're drinking red wine and she suddenly asks for a Diet Coke. Why wouldn't Paul oh. go, what, what do you want really, a Diet Coke for? I didn't realise they're drinking red wine. Yeah, they had, like, a bottle oh. of red wine between them, so on the couch, couch drinking that. And then yeah. she's like, oh, I don't want the Diet Coke. I mean... I think I'd ask for water to make it sound like yeah. red wine. <laughs> no, yeah. You might want water to be red wine. Yeah, but then would you need ice? Ice water, I suppose yeah, you would. Americans love ice. <laughs> Famously. Ice with other things. And also, I think, like, with a bit where, um, so um, it all gets resolved because um, Paul thinks he's on his own in his room, yes. does, I'm um, Paul's the man in the mirror, <laughs> makes a, a complete idiot of himself uh-huh. in the mirror while Ross is watching unexpe- like under the bed yeah. and Paul doesn't realise. So the reveal of that is then Ross can kind of say, oh, we're both neat guys yeah. and sort of repeats back everything Paul what said. Heard, yeah. But the girls are in the room at that point. And I when know. you go, what are you talking about? Also, I don't know. If I was Paul, I'd sort of think, oh, it's not like Ray, he's got a recording. No, yeah. And he pays it back. Yeah. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But he, just for him relaying it, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's weird. But it's not as... I don't think it would turn you off as much as actually seeing him No, it. yeah. And I think it's, yeah, it's not enough leverage for no, that situation. No, I don't think so. No. To go, oh, yeah, well, you can stay now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fine for you to date my 19-year-old daughter. Yeah. <laughs> but not only date her, but stay in our log cabin oh, for the yeah. weekend with us. <laughs> yeah, that's all very weird, isn't it? Particularly as Ross and Rachel have dated. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole um, Paul sort of, He's supposed to be psyching himself up, isn't it? Yeah. This is the whole, uh, what the episode's named after. Paul's yeah. the man. Yeah. He's, like, telling himself he's a neat guy, he's a man. <laughs> <gasps> I'm wondering. Yeah. Was that guy upstairs was Paul? Was Paul. Do you remember him? What guy upstairs? The guy, the guy who used to live upstairs. Oh, in our up, flat? Yes. Not over in, not in Friends? No. <laughs> right, oh, in okay. In flat. Well, you said he roared like a lion. Yeah, he sounded quite like Paul. <laughs> oh, right, so he's just Paul, just psyching he's himself just up. psyching himself up. Oh, right. Not a drugs problem, just psyching himself <laughs> up. I mean, he might have had other <laughs> issues, but <laughs> it just as I was watching that, it really reminded me of oh, that right. guy. I thought, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> maybe he was going on a day and he needed to just... Just psych himself up. Pep himself at two up. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, another thing about like that bit, the scenes in the cabin was um i wanted to bring up was how good ross is with physical humor oh yes because he is very good at that yeah physical humor so are you thinking where he's got his um trousers around his leg well there's two bits i think so yeah there's there's a bit where yeah um elizabeth's gone off to get the protection and he's got his trousers um around his ankles and he's trying to find somewhere to hide (laughs) 
He's very good in that <laughs> really bit. Really good. But also when he goes and hides in Paul's room and then Paul comes into the room and he's sort of behind the door and he has to sort of do a manoeuvre where he slips oh, under yes. the bed. So he goes from a standing position to slipping <laughs> under the bed. And it's really funny. In one it? sort of fluid movement. Yeah. And I think David Schwimmer is very good yeah. at that kind of physical humour. I don't think they, many good. of the other characters get as much physical humour as he does. Oh, that's interesting. I'm thinking... Also, when you said that, just thinking of him, the episode where him and Rachel, they've had Emma. Yeah. And they take her to the swings and Rachel's obviously afraid of the swings. Oh, yeah. And um, Ross is trying to encourage her to to let Emma go on the swings and all it's perfectly safe. Yeah. And she agrees to go, Rachel agrees to go on the swings if Ross, Ross holds a spider. Yeah. And then Rachel pretends that it's on his back. <laughs> does that? That thing, right? I feel like it's on me. And it is that very physical, like. Yeah. And I don't. Yeah, you're right. I don't think any other. I can't imagine any of the other actors pulling that off quite as well. I think he's yeah. I think he's really really Mm. good at that sort of physical humour, that kind of clowning almost. And that is quite Ross. He has those kind of setups quite a lot. Yeah. Right, let's talk about our best bits and best friends. So have you got any best bits that we haven't already talked about? Not very many, actually. Um, I did like that bit where the girls were in the museum. Yeah. And Rachel says to them, oh, Paul's got a big surprise plan for me. Yeah. And um, Phoebe says, oh, what do you think? Maybe he's going to tell you that he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like... Phoebe said that before about Charlie, like yeah. when Monica said something about Chandler, he's like, oh, he's going to tell you he's gay. Well, don't, yeah, doesn't she go on to sort of make a joke about Chandler as well? Oh, yes. Because Monica's, yeah. Uh, yeah, she says, Phoebe says, don't even get me started on yours. Yeah, I just I just thought it was amusing because I often think when people say, oh, God, <laughs> I think, oh, you're going to tell us you're gay. <laughs> yeah. For women, you think it's pregnancy, for men, gay. Gay. Yeah. Just made me chuckle. Oh, that's nice. Well, I've got a couple of um, bits, um, just throwaway lines that I just amuse me. Yeah. Um, so I think we, we referenced it earlier, but when um, the guy in the dry cleaner says, I didn't like the programme that you've done, it's very offensive to my people. And Joey says, dry cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> and also there was a quite a nice little end scene uh, where they're in Central Perth. And Joey oh, yeah. is sort of going up to get coffee. Mm. And Gunther says something about, oh, you, can you take that coffee over to that table or yeah. something like that? <laughs> yeah. And he realises that, yeah, Joey's sort of like, oh, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> Did I forget to tell you that? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> worked here for a while. <laughs> yeah, and Gunther's like, oh, well, that's fine. I was going to sack you anyway. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a very sort little... of, just a little on its own yeah. piece that amused me. Um, so yeah, a couple of good Joey lines mm. there for my best bits. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Oh, do you think you're the best friend? <laughs> Who do you think is the best friend? I guess you should go first. Because it's my worst episode. Yes. Um, right. Well, I don't really have an outstanding friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't really have Phoebe or Joey. They're a bit insignificant, yeah, really. Chandler doesn't actually do that much, really, but I guess yeah. you've got this sort of um, engagement bit at the end. Likewise, Monica. You're left with Rachel and Ross having the yeah. main storyline, mm. and therefore I'm going to award best friend to Ross, purely because of the <laughs> physical humour aspects, and I thought he was quite funny. I don't like the fact he's going out with Elizabeth, no. but he acts his um, part quite well here. Yes. Got to agree with you. Two for Ross. Two for Ross. He wasn't outstanding in this episode, I don't think. No. But he's got some funny lines and, yeah, the physical humour, as you brought up, was really good. Like, yeah. it was some some classic Ross, I yeah. think. So, yeah, the whole Elizabeth thing isn't, isn't great, but is it illegal in New York? Probably not. <laughs> there is something, isn't there, in America where it's... Well, not illegal because no, she's nineteen. Sure it, yeah, but I'm sure it's something about if you're a certain age, twenty one or something. I'm gonna look that up. Okay, look forward point. to that. Didn't it come up during the um, Frank Junior stuff? 
possibly. I've had I've had it on a podcast before. If you want to talk about that. But it can't be like nineteen and when you're at university level. But I think it's you know state laws. I mean, some of them are like you can get married at thirteen. <laughs> Going the other they're, way. They're doing all sorts in America. <laughs> Hello, have you seen the news? <laughs> Stick oh, it to them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, whatever. Ross. It's Ross. It's Ross. I think. He is really good in this episode. And just for him sliding underneath the bed, it's, it's worth it. It's funny. Him shuffling around with his trousers around. <laughs> yeah. So we should give it a point rating. Yes, as we do. And we do it out of um, cups, coffee cups. Coffee cups. Unfortunately, we chose five coffee cups. Um, and we realised quite early on we should have done a bigger spectrum. Yeah. We're but we're it. stuck with five coffee cups. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> I think the lowest I've done is 0.5 for I know. your my first one. Your first episode, which was the one with the ultimate fighting, fighting champion. champion. Mm. And given that this was my worst episode. Yes, you would think it would be a zero, right? I didn't mind it. Right? I didn't oh. mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't like Elizabeth. I didn't like Paul. But um, there was enough balancing out in this episode. Um, it wasn't as bad as I remember. Mm-hmm. There's definitely going to be worse ones. Yeah. This definitely won't be my worst one yeah. because I could tolerate this quite happily. Mm-hmm. I'm giving it an average hmm, three. Hmm, interesting. I have also ranked it a three. A three. I'm showing you my paper just to show you how I just <laughs> copied you. Yeah, I think it is average, isn't it? Yeah. I think that's it's that's where it should be. Yeah, there's a thing. There's a few chuckles along yeah, the way. I don't think it's. It's actually that bad. No, no, not um, at all. Yeah, Paul and Elizabeth are annoying, but they don't feature that heavily. Yeah, I guess you've got the knowledge at this point that they're not going to last, so you can tolerate yeah, them. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> and in the scenes, Rachel and Ross are quite good in them, so they sort of pull that scene back up, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, three. I, I quite liked it. I did enjoy it. A solid three. At the end... You see Chandler saying that he's going to propose to Monica. So this is quite a big episode. True, really, yeah. In terms of yeah. storylines. It's quite historical. Mm. Yeah. So a good one overall. Glad, glad I chose it for my worst episode. <laughs> um, so stick with us and yeah. um, listen to our next episode, which will be your worst episode. My worst episode. Will it actually turn out to be a worst episode? Oh, let's see. Let's see what happens. And you can join us on the socials at mm-hmm. pod underscore friends on Instagram and on Twitter. And so we'll see you next time. But for us, for now, it's goodbye. Bye.